think it comes down to just being persistent. My favorite quote of all time is consistent, persistent action. Literally three words. Consistent, persistent action. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fund That Flip. And they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fund That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fund That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times giving us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. And you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluffy stuff. With us today, David Dodge. How you doing, David? I'm doing good, Joe. Thanks for having me, man. My pleasure. Nice to have you on the show. A little bit about David. He is the owner at House Sold Easy Properties and Discount Property Investor. Is that one name or did I just blend two things? <laughs> you did good, actually. So House Sold Easy, that's the sell side of our business, or I should say the buying side where we go out and buy properties on that side of the business. And then Discount Property Investor is where we put all of our properties up for sale and sell those to our buyers. So you can kind of look at it either way. Yep. We are primarily a wholesale company. 95% of the business that we do, and we're located in St. Louis, Missouri, is wholesaling. All right. Well, you just teed it up perfectly. You said your whole intro, and I love it. That makes it easy on me. So how about you give the best ever listeners a little bit more detail about your business and your focus? Absolutely. No problem. So cut me off if I end up talking too long because I tend to talk a lot and I can go on for hours. So Household Easy, like I had just mentioned, is our company name that we do all of our marketing for. So like I had said, 95% of all the deals that we do are wholesale deals. We do a ton of marketing. We're spending uh, anywhere between eight and 10 grand a month right now on marketing. 80% of that is direct mail, mostly letters. We do a little bit of postcards. And the other 20% of our marketing budget goes towards online advertising. And we send out a ton of mail and people will call us and say, hey, we got your letter. We are cash buyers and we close fast. I'm sure you've heard the pitch. Yep. And we are doing anywhere between 15 and 20 deals a month consistently. So our business is actually kind of unique. We've only been in business for about seven or eight months. However, I have three partners, so four total owners. And again, we're located here in St. Louis, Missouri. And we've all been in real estate for 
one guy's been doing it for 30 years. One guy's been doing it for 10. I've been doing it for about eight. And then my other partner's been doing it for about four. So, I mean, we have a ton of experience, but we're all kind of in the same business. We're all sending letters to the same people. And we all kind of got together and said, hey, guys, let's build a business that we're not really competing with each other, but also that would allow us to, instead of each spending two to three grand a month on our marketing, we could kind of put it in a big pot and hit more avenues that way. So mm-hmm. that's what we did. We, we've been in business for about seven months, and we did 19 deals in December. I think we did 17 in January, and we're on pace to do over 20 this month, which is February 2017. Each of you were doing this independently, then you came and joined forces. Now you've got a three-headed company. When you are doing it on your own, you have to at least initially have all the responsibilities, then you scale your company. It's interesting to me that you three were doing it independently and then decided to join together because... I'm curious about responsibilities for each of you, knowing that there's certain stuff that needs to be taken care of and other stuff that might not be as desirable to take care of. How do you split that up? It's a great question. So like I was saying, we've all been in real estate for several years each. And really, there's four of us, myself, Ray Bartle, Mike Slane, and Bill Merritt. And Ray and Mike were really the wholesalers. They were the guys that had been doing wholesaling for lots of years and were really good at it. And Bill Merritt, my other partner, he just was more on the landlording side. And, and I kind of fell in between. I was a little bit on the, a little bit of the in-betweener where I personally own 14 rentals and trying to grow that to over a hundred. And I kind of fell into wholesaling because it was just a means to an end for me. Like, Wholesaling a property is great and make a quick profit today is awesome, but my real passion is just getting paid in the first of the month. Passive income is my favorite part of the real estate business for multiple reasons. And I think one of the major reasons that a lot of people overlook is just the tax benefits. Your passive income is the least tax income you can earn. So to me, it was like, hell, I don't want to give away 35, 40% of my money to the government. Not that I'm not patriotic and all, but that is your biggest expense as a human being in your lifetime. I don't care what state or what city you live in. The number one expense in your life is taxes. So I kind of figured that out at an early age. And I said, how can I avoid paying all this money away to the government legally, of course, and passive income was the best route. So back on topic to your question, like I said, I can talk for days. But we all kind of came together and we decided, hey, this will be a good company to have because even Bill and myself, whenever we were focusing more on landlording versus wholesaling, we were still doing a lot of marketing. So we would come across a lot of wholesale deals that we kind of just pass off to people and get a back-end spiff. So anyway, we decided, hey, let's get together, let's create a company, and let's try to automate as much of the company as we possibly can. So at this point, Mike and Bill, are they're really focused on listed properties. Now, we all do off-market deals, obviously, but those guys are just sending a ton of offers. And we have a couple, I guess you could call them either like junior buyers or interns that work for us, and they're 100% commission. And all they do all day is they just scrape the MLS and scour it for the most part and send offers to properties that have been on the market for a long time or just have certain keywords that we look for. And it's a numbers game, just like anything in life, and send a ton of offers and you win some deals. And then me and Ray, my other partner and myself, we focus mostly on the off-market deals. So people that call off the letters. And again, we all kind of piggyback and help each other out whenever it's needed. 
but we've kind of segmented the business into those two side market and off market. And, you know, I'm sure you've probably heard or probably tell your viewers and your listeners, the money's in the follow-up. And I can definitely attest to that. We're doing 15 to 20 deals a month and I can foresee us in four to six more months doing a minimum of 20, maybe even closer to 30 a month because every month we're getting hundreds of leads that come in. Sometimes we'll get 10 or 15 a day and they may not like our offer, but we've hired some virtual assistants. So right now we have two virtual assistants and an office manager and uh, office manager really just focuses mostly on dealing with the buyers as well as closing coordination. But the virtual assistants are great because they answer the phones on the seller side. They vet the deals for us. They provide us an MAO. And then if it's a deal, they'll send us comps and they'll set the appointment. And if it's not a deal, we just put that into a follow-up schedule. What's an MAO? Maximum allowable offer. Good question. So for those people that don't know much about wholesaling, an MAO is a very simple formula. Maximum allowable offer equals your ARV, which is your after repair value. And then you multiply that by a multiplier. So typically you're going to start at 0.7. If it's a good area, hot area, you can go higher, 0.8, 0.85. If it's a war zone, you go down to 0.3. So you're just multiplying it. So it's a way for you to kind of determine a very fast wholesale price. So again, MAO, maximum allowable offer, equals your ARV, which is your after repair value. Multiply that by the multiplier. In our case, we kind of average it at 0.7. And then there's two more pieces to the formula. You take out your repairs, you take out your fee. So virtual assistants have been trained on how to run that report. So it's very simple. Somebody will call up at the property on 1012 Park Street, for example, just a random address, and they'll be motivated to sell their house. So the virtual assistants will run comps. They have access to the MLS here in St. Louis through dedicated PCs and team viewer. And they'll log in and they'll run comps on the property and they'll determine what that property will be worth after it's all fixed up. And then they'll do the multiplier and subtract out the repairs, which you can do very easily based on square footage, or maybe they'll send one of us out to go do a repair estimate. And then we will subtract that out, subtract out our fee, which can be anywhere from two grand to 30 grand, depending on the neighborhood, the house, all that type of stuff. And then we'll make our offer. And nine times out of 10, maybe 19 times out of 20, really, they're going to say, no, you guys are crazy. But then we just have a follow-up schedule where we'll call, text, or email every week or two, or even some people are on a six-month follow-up schedule where we won't even talk to them for six months. But the money's in the follow-up, Joe. And as you get more and more leads in your CRM, you just got to stay consistent and keep calling them. And eventually people's motivation changes for a million different reasons. And they say, hey, we now see why your offer, with it being low, isn't necessarily an unfair offer. People in the beginning, they always think, oh, you guys are crazy. You're trying to steal my house from me or you guys are trying to pay me 60 or 70 cents on the dollar for my house. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the name of the game. We're investors. We don't pay retail, period. But we buy as is. We buy cash. We close fast. I bought a house last week for 160 grand in four days. I went out. I met with the seller. I knew that the ARV in the property was about 300. The property needed 80 grand worth of work. I said, listen, you could hire an agent. They may or may not sell this property for you. I hope they do, but there's no guarantee. They're not the one buying it. They're just trying to make a commission. And then you're going to have seller concessions and you're going to have appraisals and you're going to have inspections and good luck. However, if you just want to walk away, I'll give you 160K. 
they didn't like that number, but I met them on a Monday and I said, we could close on this on Friday. It was four kids that had inherited a house. So after they had looked at all their possibilities and they're like, let's just take the money and run. It was a win-win. We got the house at a great price. They got cashed out in a week and didn't have to deal with it anymore. And then it's my responsibility to wholesale that. So we'll take that deal and put it out there at 180, 185 and hopefully make 15 or 20 grand on that deal. And we wouldn't have a whole lot of work involved in it. However, we had to put up 160. So there are advantages to being a wholesaler and having a line of credit or having some cash because you can act fast and make better deals that way. But I always tell people, it's like, we're looking for that win-win. If you think I'm crazy, you don't have to take my offer. I'm just telling you what I would pay you as a cash buyer. Do you typically buy the properties or do you typically wholesale them without actually buying them? When I first started two, three years ago, it was 5% of the properties I'd close on. And I was super transparent. I'm an honest person. I don't like to lead people in the wrong direction. I say, listen, I need to find a partner on this deal. So I'm going to put it under contract. But if I can't find somebody to partner with me on it, then I can't close. And it's kind of has transitioned away from that. Now I'd say probably 50% of the deals that we get, we close on. The other 50% we're able to either sell before we have to, or we're just transparent with our buyers and say, hey, here's where we're at. We'll just assign it to you. And for anybody out there listening that's building their buyer's list and wanting to get into wholesaling, be transparent. I'm telling you, people may think, oh, you know, they're going to get mad at me if I'm making 12 grand on this deal. Well, you know what's going to make somebody mad at you is not being able to close the deal, having to push it back, so on and so forth. So I'm all about the transparency. I tell the sellers what I'm doing. I tell the buyers what I'm doing. The great thing now is that we built a decent business and we have some lines of credit, so we can close and we'll make sure that we do. We probably back out of 2% of all the deals and it's probably for a reason that we didn't know originally. So we try to act with the highest level of integrity that we possibly can. We're not out to get anybody or lie or cheat or steal. It's not our model. But as a real estate investor, we have to buy low. We don't pay retail. And that's actually one of the first things that I say on the phone, as well as what I've trained my virtual assistants when they answer the calls. We're all about the transparency. So when they call right away, our pitch is, listen, we are cash buyers. We will buy your house as is, no repairs. You can even leave it a mess and walk away. However, we don't pay retail. And if that's what you want, we'd be happy to refer you to 10 different agents that we work with and we'll give you their number and you can call them. However, if you're just done with this property for whatever reason, death, divorce, going to prison, I mean, it could be a hundred reasons why you're just done, then we're the people for you. And we're going to be able to do this deal quick. When on average, I'd say we close our deals in about two weeks. Some cases, we'll do it in four or five days. Other cases, people aren't in a huge hurry and they'll give us 30. And then those are the deals where we don't really need to close on them, even though we will. We will market them and hopefully find a cash buyer and then either double close it or just uh, sign it. So I personally like assigning deals just because I don't have to pay the closing costs. But again, you have to have that level of transparency in there. Whereas my partners, they kind of lean towards double closes. Either way, it's fine. So we got a pretty decent business. So that's how sold easy. That's where we do all of our marketing. That's where we get all of our seller leads to come through. And then once we get those properties, we put them on discountpropertyinvestor.com. So I don't know if you have any listeners that are looking to invest in the Midwest or, I mean, we're really located in the St. Louis, Missouri area. We really only wholesale within about a 30 mile radius of St. Louis, but discountpropertyinvestor.com, that's where all the properties go. 
And then we have a pretty decent sized buyers list that we text and email blast those deals out as they become available. That way our buyers don't have to come to the site every day or every other day to see what we have new. We can bring those deals right to them. So that's a great thing. If you are looking to start wholesaling, build a little website. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on it. You can do it for a few hundred and get yourself an email client that you can start capturing emails. And that way, just like people do for blogs, that way when you have a new blog or a new property or a new page on your site, in our case, it's a property, you can push that out to your buyers. And it's so powerful because if we get a really hot deal, we text it out to 900 people and email it out. to Our email list is just retarded. In some zip codes, we have as many as 20,000 people on it at this point. But we'll send a text out, we'll send an email out, and we may have the property sold in two hours. It's the power of the web. So you got to harness it. For the sellers or potential sellers who want the retail price, do you ever talk to them about doing a lease option and working with them that way? We do. I've done several lease options. I've done two or three in the last six months. We also buy deals subject to. So those deals are great, but it all comes down to the level of motivation. So I prefer wholesaling because it's quick, it's easy, and I can provide that win-win fast. And what I mean by provide that win-win fast is I can help somebody get out of their situation and I can make a little bit of money on the side. Not every deal do we make 10 or 12 or 15 grand. It's not the case. We do a lot of deals where we may only make two or 3,000, but we provide a win for the seller. And then we turn around and we say, listen, we didn't kill it on this deal. How else can we get paid? So we'll send them a thank you card and ask for a testimonial or get some reviews on the website. So there is value that we can create even if we don't get a huge deposit in our bank. Back to your question, do we do lease option? Do we do subject to? Do we do creative financing? Yes, we do all that type of stuff. But you have to have somebody that has a level of motivation that is willing to work with you on that. So you know, I'm all about Ron Legrand, and I actually have a coach that I work with currently. His name is Joe McCall. He is the lease option expert, in my opinion, in the United States, probably right behind Ron Legrand. He does awesome coaching, and he taught me pretty much everything I know about lease options. And we do them. We, we love doing them. But you have to have somebody that's willing to lease you their property for two, three years. And not every tenant buyer, that's the other side of your lease option, not every tenant buyer is going to exercise that option. So you have a little bit of risk in there. If it's up to me and I have the choice of making two or three grand today on a wholesale versus 10 grand in 18 months on a lease option, I'm going to take that two or three today just because I don't have to deal with it. It's less stress. It's less management. It's less a lot of everything, even though I'm going to not make as much money on it. So what I've done at this point is I do them, but I know a couple guys in town that I've kind of built some relationships with that really specialize in those. So when I get them, I say, listen, hey, you guys, here's a free lead. You don't owe me any money. Whenever you guys get exercise this option in 14 or 18 months, give me a kickback on it. So it alleviates me from having to do a ton of work and a ton of evaluation and a ton of everything. And I can literally tee up another investor in the market with something that they're looking for for free, again, I'm creating a win-win there. So we do it, but I prefer not to just because yep. it's just more work than I'm yep. willing to do. David, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? My best real estate investing advice ever? Man, that's a great question. And I think it comes down to just being persistent. My favorite quote of all time is consistent, persistent action. Literally three words, consistent, persistent action. You can be good at anything in life, especially real estate investing, 
if you're just consistent and you're persistent about it. So a lot of people wanted to get into real estate investing. They don't know where to start. They don't know if they should become a rehabber. They don't know if they want to be a wholesaler. They don't know if they want to own properties and do rentals. I'd say try it all, but don't dabble. Pick something that you're going to be passionate about and stick with it. Like the first three rehabs I did, I lost money on. And I didn't quit. I've done 20 of them at this point. And that's nothing. Some of the guys I know are doing 10 or 15 a month. But just be consistent, be persistent. If you lose money on a deal, it's not necessarily a loss if you learn something. So just take all the information that you can, put it towards your next deal, and just be consistent, and eventually you'll be the pro. It doesn't take you 10 years to get good at something. It could take you 10 weeks as long as you're consistently, persistently acting upon that goal. Ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash best ever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. Are you looking for your next home in a high value market like San Francisco? Gabrielle Doms with Premier Properties is a leading broker whose market knowledge and attention to detail gets results for you. Contact Gabrielle at 415-200-7202. That's 415-200-7202. Best ever book you've read? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Best ever deal you've done? That would be my first two deals, actually, were joint venture deals with another wholesaler in town, and we made twelve grand on each of them. So it wasn't the most highest paying deal, but it was the easiest deal. Did that also set the stage for you and building partnerships with other investors? Absolutely. 30% of all the deals we do are either another wholesaler bringing us the deal or them having a buyer for our deals. Partnerships are key in the wholesaling business. People that have the scarcity mindset are the people that fail in this business because there is millions of houses out there, guys. They're everywhere. You can't drive three minutes without passing 10,000 houses. So if you have a scarcity mindset like, oh, I don't want to do business with this guy or I can't share with this guy, then you're going to fail. There is plenty of business out there for everybody. If you can leverage somebody else's buyer's list in your marketing efforts or vice versa, you can leverage their marketing efforts with your buyer's list and sell a deal and split it 50-50. That's how we're doing 20 deals a month. Again, I'm not bragging, but last week, for example, I sent one text message to a guy because another wholesaler had emailed me a property. I emailed him back and said, hey, I think I got a buyer for this. I sent one text message. The buyer was there in 30 minutes, and he said, I'll take it. And we each made six grand off of one text message. So it's like if I didn't think outside the box and try to connect some buyer that I knew on my list with somebody else's property versus be greedy and say, oh, I got to wait until I find him that deal, I wouldn't have made anything. So again, I'm always trying to create that win-win. So don't have that scarcity mindset. Partnerships are everything in life and business. Just you got to create partnerships. Somebody asked me how many partners I have. Well, I have three partners in my business. Our business probably has 2,000 partners. We're creating new ones every day. Biggest mistake you've ever made in real estate investing. You mentioned those first three rehabs. Maybe a story about those. Biggest mistake that I've ever made in real estate investing was just thinking that I knew how to do everything myself and it wasn't hiring a coach. And when I first started doing wholesaling, it probably took me three months before I did my first deal. And I bought tons of courses. I bought 30 books, no BS. I literally bought every book on 
wholesaling I could find on Amazon. And I was addicted to YouTube channels. And I spent three months. And half of it was analysis paralysis. The other half of it was just I thought that I could learn it on my own. And I had mentioned Joe McCall. He's a great guy. He's a friend of mine, actually, at this point. I hired Joe as a coach. And I did three deals my first month and probably five my second. And I think a lot of it just came down to just having somebody hold you accountable. Joe didn't really teach me anything that I didn't already know. However, he did organize that information really nice and neat to where it was easier to understand. But the main thing with having a coach is just having somebody hold you accountable to get up every day and do the things that actually generate revenue. So to answer your question, again, I can go on for hours here, but the biggest mistake that I ever made in real estate was not hiring a coach sooner. What's the best place the best ever listeners can get in touch with you? You can email me directly at david at discountpropertyinvestor.com. I also have my own podcast with my partner, Mike Slane, called The Discount Property Investor. We teach people how to buy properties at a discount. You make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. So we have an awesome podcast that we teach people how to do that. We also have a free course that we give away to people. People ask me all the time, and a lot of gurus in the marketplace are not happy with me because they have courses that they may sell for five, six, seven hundred bucks. And I have the pretty much identical course that I give away for free. And it's called freewholesalecourse.com. So if you're looking to get into wholesaling, you want to learn how the pros and how people like myself are doing 15, 20 deals a month are doing it. We lay it all out in our course, freewholesalecourse.com. Sweet. Well, thank you for sharing that as well as the insights that you've collected along the way and that you're implementing in your business, bringing in partners. So as a four-person partnership and talking through how you structure it, how you approach the sellers and the leads, how your team does it. We're cash buyers. We don't pay retail. And you then talk about the money is in the follow-up and the follow-up process, having a consistent way of tracking the follow-up and making sure that we're reminded of those follow-ups. Really, really quick answer. What follow-up system do you use? We actually have two different CRMs that we use. We use Odeo, which is very popular among real estate investors. And we also use a service called REI Blackbook. So Podio is really more of a CRM. It's more more of your customer relationship management. You put the data in there. Whenever somebody calls you and you record their address and the last time you talked to them and what that conversation was about. So that's probably about 80% of what we use. And that's what I recommend people start with because it's free and it's easy and you can learn how to use it in an hour on YouTube. The other CRM that we use is REI Blackbook. REI Blackbook is a marketing machine. You're going to probably spend a weekend, if not longer, learning how to use it because it's very, very dense. However, you can create websites and landing pages, and that's where you do all of our email blasts from, and very, very powerful. So to answer your question, Podio and REI Blackbook, great softwares. So thank you for that, and I love getting the specifics on those. And best ever listeners, feel free to check those out if you are looking to enhance your follow-up process. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Are you looking for your next home in a high-value market like San Francisco? Gabrielle Doms with Premier Properties is a leading broker whose market knowledge and attention to detail gets results for you. Contact Gabrielle at 415-200-7202. That's 415 415- 2007202